0: Hi, this is Kenny, Erin, and William. Join us as we talk about all things sex-related at the Sexology Institute in San Antonio, Texas. Hi, you guys. Hello.
1: Hey, Erin. Hey, Will. Long time no heard from ya.
2: (laughs) Yeah, finally got moved into Georgia, so I'm back now.
1: Yay. Awesome. Well, since you're there in Georgia, how is everything is the weather beautiful are you happy to be there
2: i am i'm enjoying it the weather is about as hot as texas but it's rainier so we have a lot of storms and stuff but i like the rain so i'm perfectly content with it
1: very cool well we're glad that you're all tucked away in the great state of ga and uh that you are able to join us today
0: Yes, we're glad to have you back.
2: Yes! (laughs) I'm very glad to be back. I've been missing this.
0: So what's on our agenda for today?
2: Well, while I was gone, I was doing a lot of reading, a lot of research, and so I actually had for y'all an article that was actually published at the very end of 2019 from Vice, and it's called, What Did We Get Stuck in Our Rectums Last Year? And it's good for a chuckle and also just awareness of Don't put things in body orifices that don't belong there. So I thought we could kind of go through this some, talk about some safety while we're at it and just see what people have been up to when they get bored. Well, this sounds right here
1: for that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for that. When people are horny, they get out of control. So yeah, I'm here for that.
2: I know. And I'm hoping that they do an update for what everyone was doing uh, during lockdown last year. Because I want to see what everyone's stuck in their body uh, in 2020. Because I'm certain the list is a lot longer than this list.
0: (laughs) I I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine. My God.
2: Okay. Go for it. Alrighty. So the list goes over, like, literally all different parts of the body. So we have, like, ears, nose, throat, which I sure hope on that list. Well, not hope, but I'm assuming the throat is probably toddlers and stuff who swallow the things that they shouldn't have. Some of them, you really don't know. Like on the list is a tape dispenser. I don't know how, what, or why that ended up in someone's throat, but I'm not asking questions on that one. The really interesting part that I thought we should address is down when we get to the area about penis. So things that people put in the urethra, vagina, and rectum. Have y'all gotten a chance to look at some of this list yet? It is interesting.
1: It is interesting. I am scrolling down the list and finding some unique places that people put things in their body. And then the size of the things that end up in people's bodies. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Cringing.
2: You're scrolling. I'm cringing. <laughs> <laughs> are you cringing at the thought or are you thinking like that would hurt? Oh my God.
0: Crayons, chopsticks, chopsticks, Ballpoint pens, wedding rings, magnets, screwdrivers. Okay. And this is under the penis category. Ouch. Ouch. And then vagina, toothbrush, metal and plastic container. Oh, oh, okay. A perfume bottle. Okay. A toy action figure. Someone jumped off a couch and landed on a spoon. You've got to love okay.
2: these pieces people I'm- come up with.
0: I got to stop now.
2: (laughs) And then we have, of course, rectum has some of the best things as always in it. Yes. I love that it says the patient states he slipped in the shower and landed on a metal air freshener can and it went into his rectum. You know, they always say I accidentally uh, sat on it or, you know, accidentally fell or accidentally did this and that. No, you put it up there on purpose.
1: Yes, you did. And it has the longest list, which is the best. Oh, it does. does.
2: (laughs) I love the description on the third one. It says plastic toy, quote, about six inches long. Okay. Two
0: razor blades. Okay, that's under rectum
2: too. Okay. That one makes makes me like, like that just sounds so painful.
0: Um, A water
2: gun. I like where it says condom wrapper. Honey, that's not how condoms work. (laughs)
0: oh that's great a christmas ornament
2: yes christmas ornaments i think appear almost on every list for every part of the body so people really love christmas apparently (sighs) i guess but i like one of them on the list too which i think would be a great segue into talking about some safety where it says was using prostate massager and it quote got sucked in did you
1: read the one before
2: it?
1: Four-inch butt plug up rectum yesterday. Handle broke. He continued to push the toy in.
2: hmm Another one accidentally got a dildo lodged in rectum and cut the end of the dildo off.
1: So we could make it to the hospital? Question mark?
2: Maybe so you could sit more comfortably on the way to the hospital.
1: Okay. <laughs> So when it comes to any type of play, what should we be doing? Should we be putting foreign objects up there? Or should it be things that are made for that kind of play?
2: (laughs) Yes, definitely. For your own safety and health, always use things that are actually meant to go in that part of your body. Also make sure they have flared bases too, especially when it comes to anything you're putting in the rectum. Like that one that says sucked in. It will literally suck things in.
1: That is awesome.
2: So always use things with a flared base that's at least two times as wide as the base of of the toy or object, whatever it is. It needs to have a flared base on it. So you won't end up on this list next year.
0: That is good, good, good advice. And so people were, I'm guessing they were in the emergency room having to explain how these items got into their orifices.
2: Yes, yes.
0: I'm just trying to visualize what the emergency room personnel, like if I could have been a fly on the wall (laughs) after the person was discharged, I want to wish I could be a fly on the wall to hear their conversations about this.
2: You know, there's probably two types. One type is going to be shocked, like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. And then the other type is like, well, that's the third one today. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, look at the
0: list. So, yeah, obviously, yeah.
1: Did we miss out on the penis description? Bobby pin, quote, unable to achieve direction and thought it would help.
2: (laughs) I don't know if that's a lie because they were sounding and didn't want to admit it. But if that's true, so you just thought it's like a broken finger and I'll splint it with a bobby pin?
0: (laughs) So many questions.
2: There's a a lot of stuff to unpack right there.
0: All of this just sounds painful to me. It just, it sounds incredibly painful.
2: And I've got a lot of questions. I mean, wow. I can't say too much because I've been that person growing up where you didn't have the budget to buy a nice sex toy. So you kind of used what was available. But still, some of this is a little extreme.
1: I'll agree with you there, Well, There is, you know, just in pop culture, seeing videos of people using vegetables and different items to pleasure self or partner. So yes, I see where people get the idea. And yet, you know, safety, safety, safety. Also, when it comes to uh, engaging in certain acts when thinking about penetration, uh, just as Will said, it should have a flared base and don't keep it in there for too long. If you can't get it out after a few minutes, go to the hospital so that you don't have additional issues. Yes. I imagine that once you got something stuck and then we cut the base of it off so we could drive ourselves there, we've just taken a left turn.
2: Yes, I agree.
0: And then lubricant. Use some kind of lubricant. You know, first of all, making sure that it has the the flare on the end of it, but using a a silicone lubricant. You know, if
2: you're going to use something weird, at least make sure that it gets in there more smoothly. Yeah, because lubricant's great no matter what you're using, wherever you're using it and not only is it going to make it go in easier it comes out easier too especially if someone's using something because you know like we said earlier when people get horny sometimes you get creative because you kind of get to that desperation thing you know so these people are probably really just wanting to do something and they grab the object closest to the that they think will work but then afterwards you you know you kind of like might regret some decisions you made so being able to use something that you can easily get back out using a lube so you're less likely to hurt yourself because all these areas are very sensitive tissue you don't want to cause injury to yourself or anyone else if you have a partner that you're doing this with and you're helping them you don't want to cause injury so it's really about safety at the end of the day.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah. And even if
2: you're using that. something
0: that's, it's a, even if it is a sex toy, make sure that it's the right kind of sex toy. Yes. So, for example, if it's a, a little bullet, that's not appropriate to use for anal play because it doesn't have a flare on the end. And then, like Will was mentioning earlier, if you're putting stuff in your butt, it's going to be pulled up in there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the way that the anus works, the rectum works. And so you want to make sure it has a flare on it. And people will sometimes, you know, come into the into the shop and they'll see something that's really small and say, oh, OK, well, that'll fit very nicely in my ass. But it doesn't have a flare on the end of it. And so you have to be careful
2: about that. Exactly. You really do have to pay attention to what was this toy intended for? Even little bullets themselves. Usually I know some people want to use them vaginally, but they're really meant to be external typically, because they're not really shaped in a way to be easy to retrieve afterwards. Yep. Yep. And also, while we're on the topic of lube, I just discovered a new one that I wanted to share with y'all. So, silicone lubricants as my absolute number one uh, recommended for any sort of anal use at all. When it comes to Vaginal sex, you have a little bit more of options. Some people prefer water-based because it's a little bit easier to clean up and stuff afterwards. And then, of course, they have specialty ones to help with fertility or if you have sensitive skin. But because it's also on this list, I thought I'd mention it for sounding. And they have penis on here. But, I mean, people who don't have a penis also enjoy sounding. Everyone has a urethra and it has a lot of nerves there. But you don't hear a lot of people really talking about how to do that safely or also what kind of lubes are best for that. And I've actually been doing some research and stuff. And there's a general consensus just because UTIs are such a risk in that area. Silicone lube tends to linger, so it can actually harbor bacteria in the area. And uh, water-based can kind of irritate the lining of the urethra sometimes. But there's one that's called Surgilube. And I don't know if either of y'all have heard it, but it's literally the kind of lubricant they use in hospitals for all medical procedures. They use it for inserting catheters, for um, doing colonoscopies, any sort of instruments that are going in the body, they use it. Um, It's even safe. They've used it for doing like endoscopies and stuff as well. But it's a sterile lubricant that's water-based and it actually is made to keep off bacteria. It's it's sold in little packets. So it's like single use packets. So it's not like an open container that's sitting out. But so that's one I had just recently learned about. So that's going to be my number one go-to for recommending. And I'm totally going to get some to try out too for anyone who's interested in doing sounding as well, because it's literally meant for that. It, they use it for doing um, catheters and stuff. Have either of y'all heard of that one?
1: I have not. And I'm actually Googling it right now.
2: Yeah, I can send y'all the link too. It's just Surgis S-U-R-G-I-L-U-B-E dot com. And if you've ever had any medical procedures you were out for, you've actually probably had this used on you, depending on what was being done without you even knowing it. Yeah, it's like the number it seems to be like the number one use in hospitals.
1: It's not too expensive either.
2: It's not. They sell it on Amazon. You can buy the little packets or you can also buy it in bulk, which I don't think I mean Maybe you have a need for it. I don't really want to spend a couple thousand dollars for it in bulk, but it depends on how quickly you go through lube. Mm-hmm. Huh. Pretty
1: cool. Thanks, Well, That's a great suggestion.
2: So that's kind of what I had uh, been looking at lately is this fun list of things that people like to put in various places of their bodies and ways to do it safer <laughs> so you don't end up on this list or in the ER.
1: I can only imagine how much longer the list will be when they do it for 2020, uh, the year of the pandemic. And when people made those decisions, you know what, it's safer if I just stay home. Oh, I'm unemployed, I can't buy myself a new sex toy, what do I have around the house that I could try? So yeah, it was a great fun list just to kind of go over with you and I'm glad that you brought it to our attention.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm glad.
0: You can email me at erin at brighterfutureea.com or you can email Kenny at
1: ktpollett, that's p-o-l-i-t as in tango, 24 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Erin Alexander, hosted by Kenny Pollett and Erin Alexander and mixed and edited by William Lynch.